Hello, welcome to the podcast for Screw Ups. This is Wally here. Um, today is going to be a different one, I think. Um, the last one is my greatest uh, podcast of all time in my head. Uh, 59 minutes of me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it, it just came out, a lot was said in that whole thing. It'll go into a talk, uh, if I ever get a chance to talk again in front of people, uh, that guilt and shame, uh, I think I figured out what it goes with, uh, or God figured out what it went with, so it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, so this one is weary, and uh, today's Saturday, uh, and uh, I don't have to work today, thank the Lord, but it was a hard, hard week uh, physically. Uh, I've been struggling with my back. It's been hurting really bad. Uh, I fell a couple weeks ago. And it's sort of been there, but this week it, it flared up worse. Uh, I tried the heating pad on the weekend, and uh, it seems like that made it worse. It seems like putting ice on it makes it feel better. Uh, it, it feels like it's in my muscle, I hope. Uh, but I have to lift things at work, and I have to walk, and all that hurts right now. So that's one thing that happened this week, that, that it, it got worse. Um, and then the heat is really bad where I work. Um, I'm not working outside. That somebody came in this week and said, I said, he said something to me, and I said, well, it's hot. He said, well, it's a lot hotter outside. So there again, you know, there's still people who have it worse than me, um, but I'm not great in the heat. Uh, I, I'm just not. I don't know if it's because I'm big um, or uh, I like air-conditioned um but... I just struggle in the heat. That's that's basically what I know. Um, and uh, then, like with work, work was extra hard this week because people were off. So that meant I had to process more things that I couldn't do while they were away. Um, and I guess I, I was really sensitive to people's attitudes and how they treated me this week. And uh, I didn't think that that was good. Um, and... Uh, there's a, a kind of thing that happened this week that I want to talk about uh, that, you know, just shows I'm not perfect uh, by any means. Uh, so, um, one of those things about me is um, I don't let people treat me bad. Um, and sometimes it comes out in the bad way when I confront. Uh, and the worst version of me is when I have to get the last word in. And it doesn't come out all the time. Uh, it takes a little bit for it to come out, but when it comes out, it's ugly. Um, and I had some of that this week, so I was praying that God would help me watch my tongue because I knew that I could fly off, fly off if somebody said something to me in the wrong way. Uh, and it happened. Uh, all this week was it was hard so I'm weary I was weary every day this week and um, you know weariness and hard weeks are going to happen even in good seasons even in the best of seasons hard days come in the midst of that and I'm not good uh, talking about it uh, I like to be past that struggle before I talk about it. Uh, and 
I don't always reveal everything that I've done wrong because I don't think there's any point to it. But I'll tell you this one. Um, I'll tell you the details, you know, of this one. Um, so, uh, so I was weary, uh, and I, you know, it made that verse, you know, come to mind. Um, uh, Matthew eleven. Twenty-eight through thirty, uh, and it's Jesus talking. Come to me, all who are weary and have, and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, on you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, and that comes in a verse, uh, a chapter, where it begins. With him talking about John the Baptist um, and unrepentant towns, and then the Father and the Son, and then he's saying who he is. Um, and I, you know, I'm not cherry picking verses, uh, and I'm not trying to do it out of context. Even in this, I'm not trying to do it out of context. I think that's the thing about preaching, uh, which I'm not. But I, I do speak uh, on occasion. Um, and, uh, you know, it's important to keep it in context. And it's the thing that at the church in Tuscaloosa, uh, Safe Haven, that they do it verse by verse. And it's hard to do verse by verse because you have to confront things that you don't want to confront. And no preacher wants to confront it because preachers don't preach on it. There's lots of things in the Bible that people don't, that they don't preach on because they don't want to, you know, um, and that's fine. You know, you need to preach how you preach, but you shouldn't preach out of context. And there are preachers who uh, that do that health and wealth thing, and they make lots of money, and they can get on TV and all that, but it's a lie. Everything does not go positive in the walk. It doesn't. I don't care who you are. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have weary days. And it bothers me that pastors get to get away with that. But here's what Charles Spurgeon said. And he's talking about election. But he says, The blood of the people that you speak to will heap up on your doorstep. And he's talking about election. But I think, you know, there's a lot of consequences for pastors who preach the wrong stuff and there's a pastor in my head right now who's very famous writes books can get interviewed on tv and probably sit down with oprah but he doesn't preach the whole gospel he preaches the way he wants to preach and it's always positive it's negative or negative he don't even want to talk about sin because that's negative and that's wrong uh, to me and you can take your own opinion and do what you want with it but there are weary days. I don't care what anybody says because of sin. Maybe no sin, there wasn't weary days, but there are weary days. I mean, you know, like me, I fell down while I was walking trying to exercise, you know? And the, when you fall down, when you don't do anything wrong, it's hard because I get why I fall down when I'm living wrong, when I'm in object sin and struggling, but when I'm on a roll... Like in momentum, falling down is hard. 
and it happens, you know. Um, just like weariness happens, you know, just like your boss may be talking to you in the not right way or not appreciating people. That happens. Um, and, you know, the thing for me is how you treat me, it matters. And how I treat people, it matters. It always matters how you treat people. Um, and I think there's a way to be and there's a way to not be. And um, when I'm confronted with that, uh, I'm pretty good at, on the front end of letting it go and giving people grace. But when it builds up, I'm not great at not confronting it. So this week it happened. Um, I, uh, I have to drive forklifts at work, and I'm new to that. Uh, it's a total new thing for me. Everything in this job is new for me. I'm doing the computer more. Um, I'm doing things with inventory. I'm, you know, doing freight. Um, I'm entering in things. I'm just in a total, I mean, like, from 2003 to 2021, I drove and delivered packages. That's what I did. So now I'm doing something totally different. So it's a new um, thing in life that that I'm doing, you know. And my back's hurting. And I'm struggling. I'm still not sleeping past three something. I made it to four one day this week, and that's the day where this incident happened, where I slept a little more. But I felt so much more tired that day after sleeping 30 minutes more. Um, like right now, I'm just tired. I've I just had a long, hard week, and today I'll get to take a nap and things like that. And I'm just hoping and I'm praying that my back will feel better. Um, I just need his help. Um, he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Uh, that's what I've been trying to do, is come to him. And, you know, I do that by praying and uh, by acting, you know, in myself, I'm coming to him. Uh, I need him. I need the Lord Jesus to help me. I need. I prayed every day this week that I would make it through the week. That's how bad a week it was. Um, uh, take my yoke upon me and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble of heart. You will find rest for your souls. Um, to me, that is giving your life to Him and letting Him take control of your life. Um, and look, you can follow your heart if that's what you want to do. That's what that's advice that people give is follow your heart. I say my heart can be wicked. I say my heart can get me in trouble just like my gut. But Jesus, he wants what's best for me. And he has that elevated high view of the future. You know, like when you're flying in a plane, you look down, it's a different perspective than when you're on the ground. He has that high perspective, and he, you know, he's gentle and he's humble. Um, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Um, And you know that whole yoke and the oxen thing um, around your neck and you're being controlled? Uh, We don't want that as Americans. We don't want anybody controlling us. See, and I'm not just talking about anybody. I'm talking about somebody who's trustworthy. I'm talking about somebody who's worth it. But it's still hard to, like, 
let him be in charge because you want to do what you want to do I want to do what I want and I'm just saying this my way doesn't work I've tried it many many times and it just doesn't work I wish it did I mean you know it would be a lot easier if my way worked so the incident <laughs> this week uh, I uh, was having to use the forklift and I was getting something off a truck and I got the first thing off good but when I when I parked when I dropped the thing down and set it on the ground I was in a spot where I had to turn hard to get back out straight and I got stuck on the curb uh, and the wheels turned I, I struggle with turning too hard uh, but I was stuck so I'm embarrassed the driver of the big truck is having to watch me and my cohort co- cohort of worker is watching me and then there's this guy there there's this guy that comes to work who's a really old guy and he's really hateful and has a sad life in my guess that's my guess okay um, but he makes fun of me and I should have let it go but I didn't I had to get my word back in on him. And it's the third time that he's made fun of me. I let the other times go the other time. Um, you know, but I didn't this time. And I got in his face and I told him that he didn't ha- he had no right to talk to me that way. And of course he kept fighting back. And I told him you're at my work criticizing me and you're not my boss. So that's kind of how it went. Um, I feel bad that I raised my voice. Now, I don't cuss at people, but when I raise my voice, it's, you know, it's a powerful thing for me. Um, It's probably toxic masculinity, like they say. (laughs) But here's the thing. I don't let people treat me that way. I just don't do it. And I don't feel that it's the cause of my cause for Christ to let people treat me bad. Now, you have to take it from my perspective. Um, I was beaten when I was young. Um, I was hit, and I was told I was sorry, and I was no good, and I'd never be nothing, and I was pushed down. And I didn't fight back when I was young I don't know if I felt like I deserved it or I was young and I thought that this is what happens but I didn't fight back and I think the thought of that doesn't let me let that happen anymore I just don't let people treat me bad and I'm telling you I don't think that it's the cause of Christ even though this guy's not a believer, I don't think it's the cause of Christ for me to let him treat me bad. I don't have to take that. That's what I think. Now, Jesus took the hate, but he's paying for the sin of the world. I'm not paying for the sin of the world. And I was wrong to raise my voice. 
but I don't think I'm wrong to stand up for myself. Um, but it came in a weary week. It came on a hot day. My back's bothering me. Stuff like that happens. You know, sometimes who get, people who get the worst are your family. They get to see you at your worst, you know, because you're comfortable with them. There's only a few times I've ever had this kind of a thing with someone at work. Uh, the other time I'm going to tell you uh, also. Uh, but I just don't let people. And I don't feel called to do that. It's like uh, ladies who are beaten and they keep taking it. I don't think they should stay in that situation. Now, I'm not an advocate of divorce. I don't think divorce is good. But because of people's hearts, it happens. People get divorced. Uh, and it's because of people's hearts. You know, that's a thing. Uh, so, I, um, so I blew up. And he didn't stop, so I didn't stop. You know, the in my when I'm like that, I got to get the last word in. And finally, I stop and I walk away, but um, I didn't start it. And he comes right back later in the day to rub it in my face because he told me he's been coming there 50 years. He's been coming up there, hanging out. He doesn't work anymore. So he doesn't have anywhere to go. So I feel sorry for him. But that doesn't mean I'm going to let him treat me bad. And I don't think I have to. Um, so, you know, it's one of those weird things that... I don't know if I lost my CA. I don't know if you say that. But I just... And I know I'm being redundant... I don't let people do that. Um, and I, there's something about standing up for yourself that means something to me. Because bullies, people who are hateful, will keep on doing it. And I promise you, this man will not do that to me. No man will. No woman will. I'm not letting people treat me wrong. And if you want to do that, you can do that. And if you think I'm wrong, I know a friend who thinks I'm wrong, but I just don't do it. And I'll let God tell me if it's wrong or not. You know, I put it before the Lord, I prayed about it, um, and I, I feel bad for raising my voice. But I don't feel bad for standing up for myself. I don't. Um, and that's, you know, one of those things. Um, the other time is this uh, story of the blind guy that I work for. Uh, he uh, tunes pianos and he does fire stuff and all this stuff. He's from Tuscaloosa. Uh, and he uh, talks to people in the wrong way, in my opinion. And um, he had already treated me bad uh, in the way that he talked to me and what he got me to do with this other guy that I was driving who was tuning pianos. Uh, and uh, he just kept pushing. 
because, and this is just the truth, he's like Trump. Um, and I'm not trying to be political, but if you know who Donald Trump is, Donald Trump is arrogant, and he speaks his mind. And he doesn't care about people's feelings. That's the way this guy was. And he's a success. He probably makes lots of money. But here's the thing. How you live and how you treat people, it always matters. I don't care how much money you have. When you treat people wrong, it's wrong. And that's what happened. That on the same day where he treated me bad, he treated this young guy that was there working who had just moved to town, and he treated him like crap, in my opinion. And uh, I didn't stand up for that guy in that moment, but I stood up later that day when he did something to me again. Um, and he's the type of blind guy, which sounds odd to even talk about, who will tell you that um, he, when I was driving him, he would tell me when to stop at a red light. And I would be like, you're blind. How do you know there's a red light? Um, well, he did see, I think, at some point in his life, so he, he did know his way around a little bit in town. But he was so arrogant, and he treated me bad, and I wouldn't have it. And I won't stay at a job where somebody repeatedly treats me bad. I just won't. And I need money like everybody else. But there's always another job, and I just won't let people treat me bad. And I certainly don't want them treating somebody else bad. Uh, like this young guy, I wish I'd have stood up for him at that second, because... It's wrong to treat people wrong. Um, but when I told him I was going to leave the job, I said, I'm, I can't work for you. Uh, he said, well, I'm going to call your references, and I'm going to tell them they misled me about hiring you. And I said, call them. I'll call them myself, and I'll tell exactly what happened. Um, you know, he was going to threaten me to go to my thing, and one of them was my pastor, and I, went, I told my pastor, I told him, I said, look, this is what happened. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to work for him. Uh, of course, he laughed at me, um, you know, because it, was, it is a funny story because the guy is blind. Um, but here's the thing. Blind guys can treat people bad. Now, you don't think that. You know, you think, oh, poor blind guy. But he was a successful businessman. But he treats people bad. And to me... That's not the way I'm going to be. Now look, I'm not going to have lots of money. Because I don't want lots of money. It's not my desire. Uh, we had a pastor that I grew up, when I was growing up, kind of in high school, who was at uh, Westwood, a uh, Baptist on the, in Forestdale way, um, <coughs> who grew up poor, so he never would not have money. Fine suits, fine car, fine house, everything. It's one of those things that drove him. Now, he's a good preacher. Um, I liked him. Uh, lots of people are going to church there when he was there. Um, and good preacher to the end, that whole thing. But he was going to have his money. And that's fine. If that's the way you want to live, live that way. Uh, now, me, I like I I want to have money to pay my bills money to me and it's the love of money that can get you in trouble um, but it puzzles me how people who are wealthy 
don't pick up the tab for if they're you're eating out with them. But people who don't have lots of money have bought me lunch many times, and I've bought other people lunch many times. I don't have lots of money. I just want to be generous with what I got. You know, like I've bought stuff for work a couple times, uh, just for the guys at work, because I, I'm going to get something, so I'll get something for them. You know, it's that kind of thing. Um, I, I, I've been, I've tried lots of jobs, uh, and people make fun of me for all the jobs I've tried. Uh, I did the driving thing for a long time, but I had to do other jobs with it in bad seasons, uh, making money, and uh, so I've tried lots of jobs, and. It's, I hold Christians to higher standards. When somebody tells me they're a Christian business, then I hold them to a higher standard. I mean, the, the job I'm in now, I hold them to a higher standard because they say they're believers. Uh, so there again, one thing I think as a believer, uh, you should treat people good in every way. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to treat people good when your whole everything is tied up in something. Um, at the beach, what was appealing to me is that it was a Christian business. Now, both of these businesses make lots of money. That's my guess. Um, but they both, especially the one at the beach, they really tried to treat you well. This new job, I, I think there's some level of treating me well. And there's some level of um, the way things are said and done don't feel right. Now, they can do what they want to. It's their prerogative. You know, it's their business. It's their money. But that doesn't mean that I'll be there forever. Because it doesn't breed loyalty to me if you treat people bad. Now, I've never have done a job that I loved. Um, I, you know, there are people who get to do their heart's desire. Um, there's not many people who get to, I think. But, and then, like, one, another guy at work, he said he endured someone who was a bad boss. Um, and for me, I just don't think enduring is living. There are other jobs in the world. And that's my philosophy. And that's, I'm poor. And I'm, uh, I just am not some big ambitious, got to make lots of money. I, I don't have kids. I don't have a family. I mean, I have my little family that I help now. Um, and I always try to. But I, I just don't hunger for it. Like, um, this world is not my home. And, you know, up until this point, I haven't owned my own house. Uh, I haven't wanted to. Yes, it makes more sense than renting, but I just, you know, I want to be where the Lord wants me to be, and I want to serve Him wherever I am. And you know, there's that part of me that wants to 
live in an RV and travel wherever God might want me to work. Um, see, uh, I put it before the Lord. I put it out there that I was looking for a job in the church. But it didn't happen. It hadn't happened. I'm not a good promoter of myself anyways, but I've been rejected more times than I can tell you. It's so many times. Uh, maybe I'm looking for the wrong position. Uh, maybe I'm not qualified. And maybe I just don't fit in the whole serving in a church staff thing. Maybe I don't. But I have to make money. And this is God's way to provide for me to do this job right now and whatever the next job is and the next job and I need him and I need his help because I struggle I have weary days and this week was one of them and I'm hoping next week's better I'm praying next week's better and next week starts with my mom going to do another procedure and like We've been trying to get rid of, get all our paperwork together in case something bad happens. And that's hard. It's big, grown-up stuff. Um, but I know that I'm going to have to take care of lots of things in that moment, in the weariness. Um, and my the way I have strength is because of Him. Because He lifts me up. He holds me up. He picks me up. He helps me on. That's what Jesus does. And the Spirit, too. Uh, the Spirit is a helper to help us through this world. Um, and important. I, I just, I don't, I don't know how to acknowledge it very well because I don't just say Spirit, I say Jesus or God more often. They're all three in one, the Trinity. Which, you know, Jehovah's Witness don't believe that, uh, by the way. Uh, they, don't, they don't come out as much, but they're sneaky about what they do. And they, they've manipulated the scripture to fit their narrative. Uh, which, you know, that's one of those things I think about. Like, I, I know why I'm not a Mormon. I know why I'm not Jehovah's Witness. I know why I'm not Scientologist. I know why I'm not Hindu. I know why. And I place my faith in Jesus. I placed it my whole life in Him. And that's the reason I can make it through weary days. But here's the thing. Um, weary days can help you fall into sin sometimes. I've noticed that in my weak moments, you know, I can fall into sin. And I say fall in. It's not premeditated sin. Like some sin are premeditated. It's like that day I'm driving in the car and I get the ticket. That's a premeditated sin because God laid it on my heart that it wasn't right to be with that person. But I didn't stop. I did what I wanted to do. That's the same thing Eve in the garden. You know, she did what she wanted to do. She wanted to find out if God was keeping something from her. And that's a, you know, we all do that. We all struggle. We all have bad weeks. What makes it bearable is Jesus. Um, family. 
can do that. You know, it can be helpful to you. Uh, I'm guessing a wife as a helpmate would be a good thing. Uh, and I don't know if I'm going to get that. Uh, kids are probably off the table. Just I'm so old now that I'm not like the people in Genesis where they're going to start having babies at 100. I'm not going to make it to 100. Uh, you know, like a, in Genesis, you know, the people have gotten so bad on the earth that God is going to destroy the earth except for Noah and his family. That's it. And, you know, the rainbow's a promise that he won't do it again by water. Um, but can you imagine what God thinks about the world and man? I mean, can you imagine how bad it must be must grieve his heart. You know, every time people say, well, sin was not the same when the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. You know, it's not the same. But there's always been sin. There's always been man sinning. And you know how perverse sin can get. It's, you know, there's all kinds of sins that people have taken things to. So, are you weary? Are you heavy laden? Do you have heavy burdens? Uh, you can take my advice or not, but I say a good place to take that is to Jesus. That's what that Rich Mullen song, I've been singing it for the last two weeks. So. Bound to come some trouble to your life, but that ain't nothing to be afraid of. There's bound to come some tears up in your eyes. There ain't no reason to be afraid. You know there's bound to come some trouble to your life. Reach out to Jesus and hold on tight. He's been there before and he knows what it's like. That's, you know, to me, I've been singing that song and I've been struggling. And I, I need him. You know, like, there are times in life where it's precious to need him. It's prescient to need him. Uh, it makes me think about Texas, uh, which is weird, I know. I moved out to Fort Worth to try to finish my school thing. And they have this little thing where you could do your undergraduate and then get into the seminary. Um, and it's a hard, hard season. And I was so poor and so broke uh, that I tried cheese that doesn't melt. That's when I learned that I'm never going to not get cheese that can melt on my grilled cheese. Just a FYI about me. Um, need cheese that melts check um, but I gave up you know Texas I gave it up couldn't find a job um, school was terrible and I fell into some sin there not fell I did sin uh, embarrassing that's where the sin and I don't talk about it a lot but uh, where I my face was hot with embarrassment because of um, sin and uh, it was embarrassing. Yeah, and uh, 
I had one friend there uh, that was a really good friend, and uh, I, sometimes I see her posts on Facebook or whatever, and her kids and her husband, and it's just good, man. And she uh, was my friend who uh, taught me the gift of mercy, taught me that somebody has that gift of mercy because she had it. Uh, my guess is she's a really good mom and wife, uh, and just a. Uh, thankful for that moment so there was her Rich Mullins and I, it was hard to connect with the church there which seems weird you know uh, but it was, it was hard uh, and I've given up on more than one thing, school I did a bad job and that's, you know, that's part of the reason why I can't get a church job is because I didn't finish school and that's my fault some people don't fit in school. They just don't. I'm one of those people I just didn't fit in it. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like writing 10 page papers. You know, like you get a version of me about talking. Well, I don't like to talk a long time. I like to do it and get over with it and leave. Uh, I want to say what I'm supposed to say, but I don't want to yammer and keep on yammering and keep on yammering and keep on yammering. And that I got something important that I have to say that you know, that other people couldn't do it in 30 minutes. Uh, so, Texas, I wound up leaving, and I was thankful that I left because it was so hard there. Um, but you're supposed to keep on pushing, and um, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I've quit, and I've given up, and I don't think that's right either. Uh, that's not the solution. You know, once you do it, you got to deal with it. Uh, and if it's sin, you got to confess it. Um, so, I messed up the plan by not being obedient. And, you know, one of those consequences is uh, maybe I have to go work and bust my back at a job. Maybe that's the consequence. And, you know, I'm fine with that. Because here's what I think. I think you put it before the Lord. If it doesn't happen, then that's okay. You move on to the next thing. And I want to pour out my life. This is one of those ways I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to be faithful to help with the youth. Um, I'm not leading I'm being faithful and helping. And that's good enough for me. Uh, now, if God opens the door to someplace else, then I'll go and do. But if He doesn't, I'll be faithful where I'm at. I'll pray for the people I work with. I'll share when I get a chance to share. Even in weary seasons. And here's the thing, even if you work on a church staff, you struggle. Because I think there's more intense temptation and pressure that comes from the enemy when you're on a church staff. Uh, it's a hard job, I think. Um, and there are lots of weary days, but people aren't, they don't give them the chance to be human because they set them high above, you know, other people, set people up to be you know, not real. 
and you know some people thrive in that you know that they're super believers I guess (laughs) but I think about Paul saying um, the things I want to do I don't do that whole thing I mean that's somebody who wrestled with sin in my head and you know sin's not an easy thing to deal with I've said that many times I apologize so are you weary are you heavy laden are you burdened Reach out to Jesus. Pray. You know, if you have accountability, get with that person and be honest. Uh, be vulnerable. It's hard to be vulnerable. I, I can't speak for ladies because I'm not one, but it's hard as a man to be vulnerable to anybody else. Like, it's hard the first time you ever can't do something in a job. And it's happened to me a few times that the lifting or the carrying just can't do it physically I I tried a job when I came back to town um, and I went and I worked and it wasn't even three days in and I realized I couldn't do it that the volume that they were dealing with was more than I could handle so I just said it I just said hey I can't do this and it's embarrassing it's like that moment on the forklift you know, I was embarrassed that I couldn't do something. And I didn't need somebody poking me who doesn't care about me. I just didn't need it. So I flew off the handle. You know, I gave it back to him. And I'm telling you, it's ugly. Because I want the last word too. And my last word to him was, you're at my work criticizing me. I have to be here. You don't. Of course, he, you know, his response is, well, I've been coming here 50 years. I'm going to keep coming. Good. I don't have to let you treat me bad. I know I came back for that. I apologize. And I know it may not sound good. This is a real me. This is how I really am. These are things I really wrestle with. Uh, and, you know, this week it was one of those weeks. I'm hoping next week's better. And next week starts off with my mom going to the hospital. So, uh, this is the end of Weary. Uh, thank you for joining in or whatever. Um, you're awesome. Uh, have a good day or night, whichever one comes your way after listening. Now I'm going down to shut it off. Sometimes it's slow, the whole computer thing. Goodbye.